In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. It is right there on the front of your bulletin. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. Today, on a national day of thanksgiving, it's all about giving thanks to God because he is good. That's all nice when things are going well. It's all nice when everybody's getting along. It's all nice when everybody's happy and things are healthy with our economy and our politics. But what if we took that statement from the front of your bulletin today and those words and we took them out of our prosperity? What if we took those words and looked at them in light of all of the bad things that seem to happen to us? Can we still say that? Can we still say that God is good even when he takes away our good things? Our health, our wealth, our politics, our, our uh, comfort, and the things that we take comfort in. Is God really good when family is missing at this Thanksgiving because of either division or distance or sickness or even death? Is he still good when your dreams become your worst nightmares? Is he still good when children are in pain? Or when people try to go watch something as simple as a Christmas parade in Waukesha? Or have we turned around and made God's judgment on God's goodness dependent on all of the good that we receive from him and others? There's a wonderful biblical example about this in the life of Job. Job knew what God's goodness was. He was an extremely wealthy man, and yet quickly it was all ruined. His lands were destroyed, his children were slain, his body was filled with painful sores, boils, and everything else. And his wife was kind of bitter with him. His response, though, is memorialized throughout the ages. The Lord gives and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the moment of loss, Job blesses God. In the hour of ruin, in the hour of seeing his loved ones die, in the hour of fractured relationships, he gives thanks. And as you read on, Job struggles. He struggles with pain. He wants to know the questions that you want to know about. Why? Why is God doing this? While on the side of this, of the, this side of the grave, he never learns, yet he still confesses that there is one on the other side of the grave. As he says, I know that my Redeemer lives, even after my skin is thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, and not another. And he says in the midst of the suffering, pain, and trials, how my heart yearns within me. So look at that bulletin cover again today. Put it up on your refrigerator. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. When we say that, it's not just in the times of thankfulness on Thanksgiving Day with all of our family and all the trimmings that we're preparing for. We confess that he made the world, and he looks at it and says it's all good. And when we say he is good, we confess that he will come again to remake the world. The one who has gone to the other side of the grave, this one, Jesus, has shattered death, 
suffering and pain. He's broken death's jaw. And at Thanksgiving, it's good to give thanks to God. Yes, for all the boatload of food that's on our table, though you might say the stuffing seems a little dry this year. It's good to give thanks to God for our free country, our free exercise of religion, though we don't see more people in a place like this today, and though it seems at times our freedoms in this country are being taken away. It's good to give thanks to God as we look at our lavish, ridiculous wealth, even in the midst of inflation and incredibly high gas prices. Take all of that away, every last thing. Will you still give thanks? Will you still confess that God is good? Go back to our first reading today with Moses. Moses said, God humbled you and let you hunger. That doesn't seem very loving and kind of God. It doesn't seem like he's caring for his people. Why would God ever let his children hunger? To teach them that their life is more than just bread, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. If there's one thing I want you to take from today, while you're here today, it is this. To this good we give thanks for all we have to this good God, we give thanks for all that we have lost. To this good God, we give thanks for all that we do not have. To this good God, we give thanks for all that we have lost. To this good God, we give thanks for all that we do not have. As a man disciplines his son, at times God will discipline us. And under discipline, under stress, under suffering, pain, and sorrow, we learn what is truly important. We are afflicted and deprived, and yet God teaches us to look beyond what we have lost to the one who first gave it all. In our trials, our fears, all of our angst and crying, our anger and unrest, God is teaching us to look at him who is the giver of all good things. Having God, we have everything that we need. God is preparing us for things that we can't even imagine, yet alone do we desire or do we deserve. To this good God, we give thanks for all that we have lost. To this good God, we give thanks for all that we do not have. This confession on the front of your bulletin, He is good, releases us from the anxiety we so regularly feel. Do not be anxious, Paul says to us. Is that a demand? Hey, you better not be anxious or else. I don't know about you, but a commandment like that makes me even more anxious. This is a blessing. Be not anxious. God says to you, you will not be anxious. It's a gift. It's like a mother comforting her sobbing child. The Lord says to us in the midst of all of our anxiety and our trouble, he says, I am your father. You are my beloved son, my beloved daughter. You make me very glad. This all happens through our adoption in baptism in Jesus. The wondrous joy that we got to see here today with little Jolene. How wonderful to welcome our new sister in Christ. 
even with some of the pain and sharpness of memories over this past year, we celebrate what she has been given today. We celebrate tomorrow the ministry and life of Pastor Walter here, and we see that God is still at work. But we also rejoice today that Jolene and Pastor Walter are considered now brother and sister in Christ. They are part of the family of God. They are the baptized, just like you and me. The words said to Jolene today apply to you as well. So thanksgiving is not gratitude for all of our stuff. Although it's nice to be thankful and good to be thankful for that stuff. Thanksgiving looks to God who gives and who does not give and sometimes who takes away and says, He is good not because he gives me always what I want. No, he is good. I see this because he has made you. He is good. I see this because he has taken on our flesh and our bone and, our, and died for us and rose from us. He is good. We see this because he has called you by name in your baptism. He is good and we know that he will give you exactly what you need. He is good because he goes to prepare a place for you in eternity. So give thanks to the Lord in the midst of your prosperity. Give thanks to the Lord for all that you have lost. Give thanks for the Lord in all that you do not have, because in the end, all that matters is that you have him. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.